The podcast this week is brought to you by Peninsula Filmworks. Shocking stories, crazy stories, moving stories, but mostly authentic stories from the people of Door County. The craftsmen, the artists, the entrepreneurs, the characters. Peninsula Filmworks is dedicated to bringing you stories from across the county via exclusive video content. Available online at PeninsulaFilmworks.com, DoorCountyPulse.com, and on your social media platform of choice. It is summer in Door County, and we're here to deliver your weekend primer. I'm Andrew Clyden. And I'm Matthew Marcon, and this is what's happening in Door County this weekend. On Friday, August 3rd, there is an outdoor movie screening at the Algoma Public Library in Algoma. You can enjoy a free showing of Star Wars The Last Jedi. There's going to be a bucket raffle, a 50-50 raffle to benefit the library, and a costume contest. Kids' activities include a Jedi Training Academy and temporary tattoos. This sounds awesome. Yep, the Jedi Training Academy sounds amazing, and I want to be a Jedi. Um, Do you have to be a kid to get in? No. Well, you have to be a youngling, actually. You could pass. Yeah. Yeah. I look young, especially when I shave. So if I I shave that morning, I could pass as a youngling. Sorry, it's 12 and under, and you're like, yeah, I'm 12. Growth spurt. Yeah. (laughs) It's the water here. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, So Sister Bay has been doing their movies in the park, and their first one was The Last Jedi. If you missed that one and you want to go see Star Wars outside with everybody, go do it in Algoma this weekend. This sounds like it's going to be awesome. Plus the costume contest. Yeah, like, that's cool. Who doesn't want to go see Star Wars under the stars dressed up like... Dressed you know, up as a Jedi. Or Jar Jar Binks. That's, that's or, what I would go as. Or Chewbacca. Who would you dress up as for a Star Wars costume contest? Um, I think I could pass as like a young Obi-Wan. Like a young Ira McGregor from The Phantom Menace. Like Padawan Obi-Wan? No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I I would go as um oh what's what's Luke's uncle's name? Uncle Owen. Owen. I would go as Uncle Owen. Oh, God. And people would be like, "Who are you?" And I'm like, oh, "I'm Uncle Owen." Uncle, Can't you tell? And then you need like a jar of blue milk. Also on Friday is Northern Sky Theater's performance of Boxcar, a story of the unlikely friendship between a boy and two hobos in the 1930s. Yeah. So just reading the description of this has me interested. Yeah. Um, but. Northern Sky always did, does good work. My wife actually wants to go see Boxcar, so she's been looking into it. I've been able to see all of the Penn Players shows this summer, but I haven't been able to check out most of the other theaters, so uh, I might actually try to make my way over to Northern Sky to see this one. I love going to Northern Sky. It's something that my family has done all. We, we go all the time, and we love the performers, and just the stories that they do are all great. I mean, there's a difference between, like, Peninsula Players and Northern Sky. Northern Sky just seems more low-key and more local, while Peninsula Players does more, you know, like, big-time yeah, productions they, and, like, and well more well-known, you know, stuff. Yeah, they remind me more of a regional theater. Right. Um, so I, I got my degree into theater at Augsburg, so theater's my background, and I... Originally, when I heard of Northern Sky and the kind of stuff that they did, I was cautious because I tend to not like shows that are like, this is a show about how funny it is that we live in the Midwest. Because <laughs> uh, I had seen a bunch of those like dinner shows growing up of like, yeah. you know, we live in the Midwest and isn't it funny that we go duck hunting? And so that was kind of my, my reservations about Northern Sky to start with. But the fact that they do new musicals every year yeah. is really cool. Like f- when you step back and you think about their con- Constantly putting out new work. Right. Sure, it has a theme and it has a character, but 
they're they're doing new stuff and they're doing new musicals every year right. too. So um, I definitely want to get out there and check out more of their shows this year. Well, and it's also pretty impressive that they're running like three musicals at the same time throughout the week and throughout the months and throughout the whole season. So they'll play like one or two a night and then, but it'll always be like rotating throughout mm-hmm. the week. So they'll do like two shows on like Monday and then like a third show on Wednesday. And so just having to memorize and know all of that different stuff right. throughout the week is pretty impressive. The other thing that's cool about Northern Sky too is they are slowly pushing and extending their season further and further. So when they're done at their outdoor space, they actually do a couple more shows in the fall at the Door Community Auditorium. And now they're building their uh, their new space, which should theoretically be able to do shows year round. Right. So that would be really cool. I'm interested to see if they continue the same formula or if with their new year-round production schedule, they actually start doing different stuff. I guess it's all kind of up in the air, but I'm excited to see where they take it. And then on Saturday, August 4th, there is the Pro Mini Golf Tournament at the Red Putter. This tournament is a yearly thing that regularly draws in mini golfers from across the entire Midwest. Andrew, have you heard of this before? Of course I have. Good, you should have. The Red Putter Tournament was one of the first big things that I heard about up here. (laughs) There is a... First place prize of $2,000 and the most coveted trophy in all of Door County, which is the red jacket. The red jacket. So Peninsula Filmworks did kind of a fun promo for the event last year. Um, I had a couple of my friends up from college and they were staying with me to do theater over the summer. And we brought them over to do this like ridiculous, intense red putter promo video (laughs) where they were like golfing on the course and like staring the badger down and like missing their shots and like dropping to their knees. And uh, it was was really fun. And I think it fits the vibe of this thing because you've got you've got people who take mini golf really seriously coming to compete in this and they compete every year. Right. And, And it's it's so interesting, too, because the red putter brings people like all times of the year like we have footage of people like doing tournaments in the winter yeah there's like the frostbite open which yeah. is like on new year's day or something like that yep. the day uh, after last year it was freezing like it was really really cold and i think it was snowing and you had people like bundled up like just there it was weird to see at a time when there's not a lot of people in the county to see 30 to 50 right. competitors at the mini golf mini mini golf is a serious thing it's i don't think you understand that it's it's uh it's a it's a stressful game and it it really wears you out you know 18 holes on a mini golf course like the red putter is is like running a half marathon it's it it's tiring. We've had this conversation before. You know, it's funny. I actually brought it up to Jackson when we were talking about the marathon and he was like, oh yeah, I played a game of golf the other day and like threw my back out. And I was like, okay, I guess there's something to this. Uh, yeah. And you wonder why Tiger Woods is always hurt. Also on Saturday, August 4th, the Door County Fair has come to the John Miles County Park in Sturgeon Bay. This is just a little bit off of 42. You actually pass it on your way up into the county. I haven't been to the Door County Fair but I I want to go this year for sure because I used to go to the Minnesota State Fair all the time. Now, I know it's probably not going to be to the same extent, but, you know, I love fair food and all that kind of stuff. So I'm going to see if I can make my way over this year. No, I think it's um, I have not been either. It's for some strange reason, scheduling has never worked out for me to go. There's always seemed to be something going on, whether it was like baseball when I was younger or just like family coming up and we had other plans. I've never been able to go, but... 
I've heard a lot of fun things. I know a lot of people, I mean, it's a fair, you know, it's, it's the kind of the same everywhere. I know that Jackson is working on a, a piece for this week's edition of the pulse talking about one of the attractions this year is, uh, wrestling. Like there's like pro wrestling coming to the County fair, Wait, like collegiate wrestling or like, WWE? no, like WWE. Okay. Yeah. And that's really cool. Yeah. I, all right. We're probably going to talk on the Friday podcast about that because that sounds ridiculous. Yeah. I'm really excited now. Last time I was at the Minnesota State Fair, I was walking past their big like amphitheater that they have there and they were playing Lincoln Park just like over the speakers, like old Lincoln Park, not new, but like their old stuff. Right. And I was walking by and then they finished their song and then people started clapping and I was like, oh my God, Lincoln Park is actually here. Like it was a live performance. Which is also weird because Linkin Park Live sounds exactly like their CD. Right. I will say that I I just recently saw an interview with The Rock, Dwayne Johnson, mm-hmm. and he talked about his his coming ups in the WWE, and he said he would used to pro- wrestle professionally at like used car dealerships, mm-hmm. and that's how he like that's how he got his start in professional wrestling. And so I feel like used car dealerships wrestling there is probably the same at wrestling county fairs. So you might meet the next Dwayne The Rock Johnson at the Door County Fair. Okay, if you want to go down the pro wrestling rabbit hole with me, my dad and my uncle were both pro wrestlers in their 20s. Wow. Yeah, so back before the WWE and the WCW, I think that they were AWA. Okay. That's what they wrestled in. And my uncle's wrestling name was Samson, like Samson and Delilah. <laughs> and he had long hair that was the source of his power. And then his manager was my dad, who went by the name Lance B. Donovan. His That's name a great is, name. Yeah, his name is Bruce, but he went by Lance B. Donovan. That's a great name. And they were, I believe their tag team name was the Dream Warriors. <laughs> so I grew up watching WWE because my dad okay. was a big fan. Uh, and then as I grew up, my dad started telling me, you know, the behind the scenes stuff of it. So like every kid grows up and finds out wrestling is fake and then their heart is broken. Right. But I still really appreciate the athleticism sure. and the showmanship yeah. because like, Sure, they're not punching each other, but they are throwing each other through the air like yeah. that. You can't fake that. People are still jumping off top ropes. Right. Right. Um, so that there's my there's my wrestling background. Uh, we'll move on from it because I don't want to share stories of my dad's wrestling triumphs. He was a heel, though. That was the. Oh, you know that's great. Yeah, of course. I know. Yeah. What a heel so is. he started out as, you know, the hero character that everybody loved. And then they turned heel and they became the bad guys. And, oh, his wrestling stories are are silly. And I'm skeptical of them sometimes. But moving on, let's adjust our sales and talk about a different topic. Oh, my God. OK. The Sturgeon Bay Maritime Week. There it is. Starts this weekend. Isn't it always Maritime Week in Sturgeon Bay? Yeah, it seems it seems that way. But this is, I think, officially the 2018 Maritime Week in Sturgeon Bay. So if you haven't spent time digging through the maritime history in Sturgeon Bay, this is a really good week to do it. Um, they have a Coast Guard picnic, the Harmony by the Bay concert, Door County Classic and Wooden Boat Festival is always really cool. Mm-hmm. I went through the Wooden Boat Showcase in Sister Bay a couple years ago, and they're really cool to see. But these events are going on all week long. So right. uh, if you're down in, in Sturgeon Bay this week, check it out. There's a lot to see and do. If you go to the Maritime Museum, they have uh, a bunch of exhibits for you know people of all ages to look at. 
the 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 whole the whole town is just steeped in this really great maritime history. Yeah, I think I think like you said, there is a ton of different maritime nautical events going on this week in Sturgeon Bay. So I think if you hang around a little bit, you'll find something fun to do schooner or later. Okay. Well, if uh, if you want kind of a like Sturgeon Bay maritime history primer before you go down and check out the different events and exhibits, um, if you go on the Door County Visitor Bureau's YouTube page, Peninsula Filmworks did a history of shipbuilding video for them. Oh, cool. So you can watch that and it'll tell you all about the history of shipbuilding during the war and how Sturgeon Bay became this big maritime producer of ships for the U.S. government. Um, it's a really cool story, and I would check that out and then head down for the, the different events. On Sunday, August 5th, the Quaby Sisters will be at the Peg Egan Performing Arts Center in Egg Harbor. They are a group of triple threat fiddle champions. I just looked at some of their music. It's cool. It's very bluegrass. Yeah. Um, they um, they seem really talented and just super good. It seems like they would put on a really fun show with a lot of fun fiddles and violins mm-hmm. and things like that. It sounds like a really good time. Yeah, and the Peg Egan is actually a really cool place. If you haven't checked out a concert there, it's cool. It's like a big band shell and everything's outside. Oh, so. cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's awesome. Also on Sunday, August 5th, is Shakespeare in the Park. So this will be at 1 p.m. There's a seven-person theater troupe called the Summit Players, and they're going to be performing Twelfth Night at 2.30 at Whitefish Dunes State Park. So this is not Door Shakespeare. This is a totally different theater troupe, and this is their third season doing Shakespeare in the Park at Whitefish Dunes. Yeah, and there'll also be some educational workshops and other stuff like that going on before the performance. So it seems like a cool little time. Mm, If you haven't ever seen Shakespeare outside, whether that be at Door Shakespeare or a Shakespeare in the Park in different places, I know the first like Shakespeare in the Park troupe that really gained notoriety was in New York. In New York, right. But if you've never seen it outside, you should because that's... That's really close to how Shakespeare was originally performed. Right. So if you're familiar with Shakespeare history at all, you had um, the groundlings, and those were all of the people who couldn't afford seats, and they would just fill up the, the, the standing room only kind of stuff. Right. This was all done outside. They didn't have any sets or anything like that, which is why when people enter scenes in Shakespeare, they remark on the weather or whether they're inside or outside or, you know, <laughs> right. oh, it's so dark in this cave. Because that was a narrative way to tell you that we're in a cave. And then when they didn't have that, sometimes they would just have a stagehand with a sign that you would flip over and say, palace or woods or something. It's because (laughs) there were no sets in Shakespeare's time um, when he was performing these things outside. So definitely really cool. Shakespeare plays really lend themselves to minimal uh, sets and stuff like that. Door Shakespeare has a really great kind of jungle gym setup where they can do all sorts of stuff on this really minimal wood set. But when you just go see Shakespeare at the park, it's all about the text and the performance, which is really where Shakespeare thrives. So. Yeah, that sounds really cool. I'm glad we have a theater expert yep, that's on me. our podcast. Well, I think that that's just going to about do it for this week. Uh, thank you so much for chatting with me, Matt. Thank you, Andrew. Every week seems to get better and better.
If you're looking for more things to do this weekend, check out the events calendar at DoorCountyPulse.com or pick up this week's issue of the Peninsula Pulse available every Friday throughout Door County. And don't forget to subscribe to Door County Podcast for your weekly Pulse picks, interviews, and exclusive content from the Peninsula Pulse. You can find us on DoorCountyPulse.com, on iTunes, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you for listening and have a great weekend. Thank you.